Hi, the times we live in are alarming. Yet Jesus says these things must take place. They are a part of what God has seen will and must happen in his prophetic program as it rolls out. It's a wake-up call to the world. For the U.S., this July 4th doesn't look like a great time to celebrate. We've got COVID-19, the rise of a very aggressive censorship, the threat of anarchy and lawlessness, and even the attack on our history and founders. But just think, what has God been doing with the U.S. in terms of his plan? The saving of mankind is bigger than the U.S., and those of us who know Jesus as our Savior know we belong to a different kingdom, a different real and coming world. In fact, we're so weird. We have a Savior who saved us. We have a Master whom we love. And we say that openly and with great humility. It's something to celebrate. We can't be nationalistic. There is no country or people better than any other on earth. We know what's happening in the world, what's going on behind the things that we can see. We know what's coming. But I think we can and should stand back and openly and humbly celebrate how God has used the United States of America. In God's plan, was the U.S. supposed to be the perfect model of human rights? No way. Where people are involved, that will always fail. Were we supposed to be the enduring example of a perfect democracy? Again, human beings mess stuff up. Was the U.S. even meant to last forever? There are houses in Europe and Nepal that have been standing longer than this country. 250 years is a drop in the bucket of time. But has God used the U.S. to send out more missionaries than any other country in history? Oh, yeah. And he's used this place as his base of operations for his rescue of mankind. He used this place to set the pace and the standard for understanding and sending out the prophetic message of the Bible. The U.S. has been used as a place where people and a message could grow and go out. And using the U.S. as a base, millions and millions and millions of men, women, and children in all countries have been introduced to Jesus Christ and have been saved. If you know God's plan, you know God's use of the U.S. will end. This monthly nation called the church that makes its home here and around the world is going to get retired, and a great light will blaze into life in Israel as they suddenly realize that Jesus is their Messiah, and they take the torch of God's message into a very dark and desperate world. So, back to the U.S. How did God form the U.S. to use as his base of operations for this time? Have you ever thought about how strangely God put this country together so that he could use it the way he has? Was the U.S. ever a Christian nation? Of course not. But in setting things up for his use, 
the Lord put some pretty interesting things in place. You may or may not know that our founding fathers struggled with putting the Constitution together. At a key crisis point, on June 28, 1787, Ben Franklin urged our founders to take a particular course of action. Now, no one ever accuses Ben Franklin of being a devout Christian. But as you listen to what he says, imagine that what he says was the personal working knowledge of life that all of these men had. God made sure these thoughts were in place. So here's Ben Franklin. <clears throat> Mr. President, the small progress that we have made after four or five weeks, close attendance and continual reasonings with each other, our different sentiments on almost every question, several of the last, producing as many no's as eyes, is methinks a melancholy proof of the imperfection of human understanding. We seem to feel our own want of political wisdom since we have been running about in search of it. We have gone back to ancient history for models of government and have examined different forms of those republics, which, having been formed with the seeds of their own dissolution, now no longer exist. And we have viewed modern states all around Europe, but find none of their constitutions suitable to our circumstances. In this situation of this assembly, groping as it were in the dark, to find political truth and scarce able to distinguish it when presented to us, how has it happened, sir, that we have not hitherto once thought of humbly applying to the Father of Lights to illuminate our understandings? In the beginning of the contest with Great Britain, when we were sensible of danger, we had daily prayer in this room for divine protection. Our prayers, sir, were heard, and they were graciously answered. All of us who were engaged in this struggle must have observed frequent instances of a superintending providence in our favor. To that kind providence, we owe this happy opportunity of consulting in peace on the means of establishing our future national felicity. And have we now forgotten that powerful friend? Or do we imagine that we no longer need his assistance? I have lived, sir, a long time. And the longer I live, the more convincing proofs I see of this truth, that God governs in the affairs of men. And if a sparrow cannot fall to the ground without his notice, is it probable that an empire can rise without his aid? We have been assured, sir, in the sacred writings that except the Lord build, they labor in vain that build it. I firmly believe this, and I also believe that without his concurring aid, we shall succeed in this political building no better than the builders of Babel.
We shall be divided by our little partial local interests. Our projects will be confounded, and we ourselves shall become a reproach and byword down to future age. And what is worse, mankind may hereafter from this unfortunate instance despair of establishing governments by human wisdom and leave it to chance, war, and conquest. I therefore beg leave now to move that henceforth prayers imploring the assistance of heaven and its blessings on our deliberations be held in this assembly every morning before we proceed to business, and that one or more of the clergy of the city be requested to officiate in that service. Wow. Would that work in Washington today? I really think that the formation of the United States of America would be impossible today. But God made it work back then, forming a base for his purpose, and really, we've reaped some decent benefits. Is there another country on earth at any time in history where this kind of thinking was part of its founding? I don't think so. A Christian nation? No. A decent try at a democracy and justice and equality for all? Sure. But beyond the wishes and attempts and agendas of fallen men, there was the plan of God, and he knew he wanted some things built into the fiber of this nation so he could use it the way he has for as long as he has. When God's plan is fulfilled, I wonder if he will have a set of challenge coins, you know, RMOs on display, that mark notable times and chapters in his working to save mankind. If so, there will be a small round one. Who knows? It might be a Franklin half dollar. Liberty at the top, Ben in the middle, and in God we trust at the bottom. Commemorating the season of time he used the U.S. as a base of operations to send his powerful message into every country on earth. This is something worth humbly celebrating. Happy birthday, United States of America. Maranatha.